0: There are no strangers here, only friends you haven't met yet. William Butler Yates. Welcome to Copacetic Health, a family friendly educational podcast focusing on health literacy. As a global community. Welcome, Welcome, friend. Ralph Waldo Emerson called health the first wealth. Life is complex and health, therefore, is ever-changing. It doesn't always rise up to meet us on the road. It can throw us off in steady pulses and on unexpected occasion. From time immemorial, beyond this podcast's searing serial, health has always been and always will be a universal leveler so let's share some health wealth and review social determinants of health the determinants are linked by interconnected domains economic stability education access and quality healthcare access and quality neighborhood and the built environment and finally social and community each domain contains Interrelated topics within, and each and every one is connected to health. Now let's begin. Today we're going to discuss education. Teachers, without equivocation, are education's most zealous of preachers. Access to quality education is a key health determinant. That's not a lie or a spin. Education is vital. In fact, it's crucial, over a lifetime, to help keep health optimal. Is education something only the youth needs? No, au contraire. The evidence repeatedly shows it should never be shed or spared. Education is what we all need to help ensure that our families as well as our local and global communities, remain healthy and succeed. The decades-long decline of education in the U.S. is audible. To so many, unfortunately, education's purpose has become questionable. Maligned with inaccurate diatribes reflecting a cascade of adjectives and terse testimonials, education has become unaffordable, impractical. We must ban and burn a bunch of books. Oh my, are we still so gullible? Despite a recent global pandemic, in certain places, education was indefatigable, as well as responsible for a large portion of the societal Schools have been forced to become so much more to each and every child and the family she adores. Worldwide educational restrictions on children, particularly for girls as well as for women, remain formidable. And while knowledge is paramount, competency in health is what counts. Health competency can't exist without health literacy Health literacy requires literacy. Familial literacy, local and global literacy. Because reading is how human beings learn things. But in many places around the world, including the U.S., negative health indicators, such as a lack of access to quality education, are continuous. Early health and literacy challenges are not automatically screened for the routine or ones rarely seen. So in terms of preventive educational strategies, the gaps are wide and extreme. Uh, And don't even get me started on all of the schools that are crumbling amidst functionally obsolete buildings obligated to operate as learning spaces excelling. The truth is We don't have adequate facilities to educate the current generation. That's just one of the obscene ways society stifles its own abilities. So, before organizing the next book burning, check if the schools have enough custodians, or if it's the teachers who keep the bathroom and classroom cleaning rolling. You'd be surprised. Society builds prisons and multi-level plexes for people's parked cars. Meanwhile, it stuffs its children in archaic chambers without enough square footage or even windows. Electrical outlets without power, plumbing without running water, filthy flooring of all types that takes the daily tolling. Always having to be prepared to handle a crisis on campus that may be unfolding. To what end is society devoting? With such spillover burden, how much time can schools carve out each day for schooling? Dear listeners, I'm going to pause for nothing more than a brief acoustical reprieve. (laughs) ¶¶ Early education, too many adolescents and young adults drop out and don't return, regrettably. The outcome gleans generations of lifelong learners that could be healthier, potentially. Researchers have shown the lower the standards in education, the greater the detrimental impact, whether it be a family, a village, or a nation. The negative cycle continues, Because lack of access, especially to early education, holds up healthy development and increases rates of incarceration. As the population ages, contributing health disparities with origination and education will increase without relief and lead to further social discrimination unless the science is accepted and there's universal belief Let's talk about two of education's friends, housing and food. As mentioned before, among the social determinants of health, there's relationships and interlude. Housing and food are linked. Therefore, the antonyms of homelessness and food insecurity are two. Globally, children of all ages experience acute and chronic homelessness. Without a permanent address, Parents can't register children for school, and if a child is homeless, it can mean a family is on the street without enough food to eat. Heavily burdened with a cloak of obstacles, adequate nutrition can rapidly retreat from developing bodies and brains needing to thrive and compete. In the heat of homelessness, which one of us wouldn't be daunted by the experiences of socioeconomic defeat. Dr. Elizabeth Blackwell wrote, Our school education ignores, in a thousand ways, the rules of healthy development. Lest we forget, social determinants of health might suggest that they are a static set, but there are degrees and ranges that exist within. Given a human's lifespan, It takes little to interrupt equilibrium. Lack of access to quality education has historically led to local, regional, and national altercations. Given the global situation, it bodes not well, in the now or in the future, for health disparities to increase in the exponential. As a teacher, I share a dream. No matter what the routine, region, or extreme, all nations will deploy a universal campaign for education with fervent dedication to higher rates of literacy and therefore lower rates of incarceration and desperation. Remember in the beginning the quote from Emerson? He also wrote, Don't be pushed by your problems. Be led by your dreams.